It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. June 23, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls in women's sports with a Columbus connection. Welcome. It's Matt Connerton and Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97, if you're in Manchester, streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And of course, hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is Monday, August 9. 2021 and i am not alone my friends there he is at the news desk mr mike doyle how you doing maddie i'm well um so i'm kind of bummed i didn't get a little intro you know usually people sit here they get a little intro music they get a little little something something music yeah, yeah. this is only your second time oh, okay. on the, this right. is only i gotta, your I gotta earn time. my stripes only your second yeah, time right. on the show because right. what happens is see that's kind of an organic thing after a while if you come on regularly yeah which you're welcome to do yeah uh after a while uh, it, it will occur to me something will come to me i'll be like that'd be a good song for mike yeah good point you know i, I mean uh some of those trump parodies you have those are classics Yes, I didn't think you'd want something like that Who? though. No, no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't really care. People think I'm that serious. I really don't care. But, no, um, I, I know that. I know um, that. But some of those are classics. Oh yeah, where they yeah. think that stuff up. Yeah. Oh, I know. Some of them are really good. Some are yeah. really good. I listen. You know, and I'm a. I'm, I, you know, I'm obviously a Republican, but excellent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're very creative. Yes. And the music goes pretty good with it too. You know, the music's always pretty good. Yeah. And speaking of that segue. I listened to your show this weekend. I flipped it on for a minute, and you had on... Oh, a best of. Those are best ofs. Yeah, yeah. best ofs. And you had on um, the DJ, your... your I can't think of his name. The the tall kid that mm. lives with you, I believe. Or, oh, Christian. Christian. D- DJ Reckless. You had somebody else on, but it was a band member, and that band was excellent. You played a couple of cuts, oh. and, then, and then Christian sang after a couple tunes. Oh, but I can't remember who the band was, but they were excellent. Oh, okay. They played like a couple, two or three cuts. 
I'm not sure. I'm not you sure who it that? was. Yeah, it was no, on, it was on this weekend. But um, some of those best ofs are pretty old. I got to produce uh, some new ones. But um, yeah, it yeah. was great. It was great music. Uh, let's. Uh, oh, we have our first call of the week. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Ridley. Oh, Dave Ridley of the Ridley Report. How are you? Good. <laughs> Dave's very terse. Uh, this is uh, this has been a thing lately, Mike. He's very terse. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Yes. Yes. Hi. News. News. You have news. Yes. Good. Wow. <laughs> this is how we communicate. It's very efficient. You know, economy of language. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Secession. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I have an I have an update on the on the uh, the tentative New Hampshire secession drive. Okay, all right. NH, so it, also known as uh, NH exit. Yes, it's it's going badly. <laughs> oh, so what a surprise! Uh, I, I I made a uh, uh, promise that I would, under certain circumstances, contact at least fifteen state reps and ask each of them if they'd be willing to submit some kind of secession resolution or legislation. You've contacted and, uh, 15? Okay. And I've, I've, I've passed 15 now. I actually oh. contacted 19, actually. Oh. Uh, and I have not, I've still not received a firm yes. And most of the reps did not respond. Okay. So it is, uh, it, it's, it's going uh, very badly. <laughs> actually not. I would say I would call oh. it one of those defeats that was worth fighting because oh. it had a, a backhanded success, and that was that it resulted in an article in The Verge of all places. Okay. I feel like I know what so that the, is, The Verge. Yeah, the Verge, the Verge reported on it. So that made it worth doing. Um, it's so hard to get media now with all the deplatforming and censorship and everything that uh, it is worth quite a bit of effort to get one article in a relatively mainstream publication. So oh, hey, yeah. all these people are talking about it. Can, can I, hey, Dave, my name is Mike Doyle. We've never met and uh, nice to meet you, but I wanted to ask you a question. Did you, did you, when you were calling these representatives, were you calling them cold just out of the blue, like picking up the phone and saying, and, and kind of hitting them with the topic first time around, or did they have a warning late? Did they have a, a warning shot that you may be calling? Uh, it was pretty cold, but I knew them all. I think well, all but maybe one or two. These are people that are already familiar with me, and I'm familiar with them. Uh, and about, ha about I guess, a third of them I called, and two-thirds of them I emailed, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but some of them you so already— So it is possible. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask. So some of these people you've already dealt with, obviously. Yeah. Now, I could. I know some sales techniques. There's one that works real well for something like this where I could— use that technique to probably get one or two people to get on board. Yeah. Uh, but my theory is that if you, you, I, I've heard, I would rather not, I would rather not bang my head against the wall and try and get someone to do something they don't want to do. I, I, I don't, I don't want to use pressure tactics or anything like that. If, if it, if, if you can, if you contact 15 people one time and you're not getting anywhere, I think that, that just means it's not time yet. Right. Yeah. Well, I, th I think that makes sense. I mean, you know, you got to, Got to kind of uh, choose your battles and, um, you know. You got to play the hand you dealt. Exactly, exactly. What do you, what do you think, uh, Mike? Do you do you support uh, Dave Ridley's uh, drive to— Are we, are we to, talking uh, succession from the United States? Yes. Uh, do you think New Hampshire, do you, do you think we would do well as our own uh, country entity. or entity? Yeah. yeah. I would think not, mainly because, well, I would think for a lot of reasons. 
some of the more obvious ones, but also being surrounded by other states. You know what I mean? We'd be yeah. a state in the middle of the United States. We'd be a country in the middle of the United States. Right. It's kind of odd. Well, although we do have the advantage of being a, a, a coastal uh, state, so uh, so it's not like we're landlocked. No, no, no. That, well, that would be really awkward. Well, you got Maine, you got Vermont, you got Massachusetts yeah. all around. I mean, if we, were, if we were in the Midwest, that would be super, yeah. I, that would be I super missed, weird. I miss the reason for the succession. Could somebody just give me the 30-second... The 30, 30 Dave, this is you? a little bit. This is a little bit Rorschach. I think everyone sees their own reasons, or, or they don't. Um, for me, uh, the impetus was the crackdown on cryptocurrency users in New Hampshire, which they did not by you know sending people warrants for their arrest, but by coming through their front doors with tanks, right? So, and sending a drone through a guy's window. <laughs> so, so um, that that was for me. I think okay, that's this is the moment to do it for for our our bunch. Um, however, there are of course many other issues. The federal government takes our money and uses it to torture people. That's a, that's another big one. Uh, they occupy a lot of countries around the world. They started what nine wars in the last, uh, 10 years. And, uh, they make it illegal to put what you want in your own body. Those are just some grievances off the top of my head, but what really matters is whether a secession drive is a useful that, that the real question is whether a secession drive is a useful uh, reaction to uh, bad governance and i can make that case too but i've been talking too long <laughs> what if though um i mean what you know we could become our own country and then what what if we start wars uh what if we try to invade america well it's never happened with you know most small countries now there are rare exceptions but no Norwegian country has ever started a war in the last 300 years, to my knowledge. That is a good point. Uh, yeah. Swiss, Switzerland's never started one. Estonia and all the all the uh, small Baltic countries have never started one. Uh, Poland has even never really started one, and it's not a it's not that small, right? And they have a very rough history. Yes, but uh, they were governed by fascists, fascists basically internal fascists for a while, uh, and yet really have never started a war. So um, I just, you know, that's not that's not much of a concern. Now, there is a concern that the state could, uh, you know, in, enact authoritarian legislation and so forth. But that would take a lot of time. And imagine how much time it would take to catch up with, you know, the federal government has at least 200,000 pages of, of things you can't do. A list of, of things you can't do that's 200,000 pages long. New Hampshire's list is only 30,000 pages long. So it would take a long time to even catch up to that. I think, though, just to be safe, I'd want us to have a nuke. You know, just one. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. We, we could have just, just one nuke. I'll go for two. Three. Two? Two or three, yeah. Well, don't yeah. be don't be greedy. Dave, Dave, where would you go in a perfect world? You seem to know places around the world. Where would you go that has a government that you would find satisfactory? You would... You would find um, if I were if I were allowed to leave the United States, I, I might have already done so. I don't think I'm allowed to do so. I I, I, I don't think I could get a passport. But um, no, my my activism has <laughs> um, crossed me off that list. I think. Oh. Uh, but the uh, oh. if I I guess the freest place in the world is probably Liechtenstein. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well. There you go. Yeah. All right. Who knew? So the prince of Liechtenstein. Now it might it might not stay free, but the prince, the current governing prince. As it, or I'm not sure if he's on the throne. I'm not sure he can be a prince and be on the throne. <laughs> Maybe they yeah. have a king and a prince. But the prince has stated that he does not believe people should be forced to pay taxes in Liechtenstein. 
Oh, okay. Well, it's fun to say Liechtenstein. Right. And there's also a joke in there so with, the, with the prince being on <laughs> the throne. A, a, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, with the prince being on the throne. I yeah. was, was going to say there's a, there's a joke in the in the name Liechtenstein, but yeah. uh, that's probably not uh, FM friendly. Yeah. Dave, you know what? It, just, the, just from the outside. I'm sorry, looking, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just from the outside looking in, it sounds like you went for, like in a drag race, like from zero to 100 instead of it probably feels that way but that's the way secession drives are i actually made a video once called it, it, the title of the video is secession drives go from zero to 100 in a very short period of time no yeah. but uh but that's what happened uh you know in the soviet union the estonia was far far from being independent in 1985 but they were independent by 1991 and it, it went a lot got a lot faster in other countries just because usually the central government makes some big mistake I don't know. The, the main thing is just that like, we, we need at least to have a secession movement. We don't have to have success to succeed. Quebec, with their unsuccessful secession drive, has wrung all kinds of concessions out of the central government. It's the same with Scotland. They didn't get, they didn't get independence, but their independence drive resulted in all these wins that they would never have gotten through the normal legislative process. There's some tongue twisters in here talking yeah. about, talking about concessions of successful secession. I can't believe I even got the, that phrase out. Here's what I say, Dave: Move over the border to Vermont, and they've been wanting to do this for a long. Right? They've been <laughs> you hear it every like two years. You hear yeah. Vermont's thinking about succeeding, so maybe you'd have more luck there because that's a state that kind of leaning towards it. They just want to keep all that maple syrup for themselves. Yeah. They're very selfish. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, I do not believe that the Vermont drive is any further along than ours. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they have made more progress than most states. I would say it's Texas that's actually in the lead right now. Oh, yeah. Texas, I know, has always had a strong secessionist movement. Also, Alaska. Um, and there was another state recently that surprised me, but I can't remember what state it was. Somewhere out west. Might have been Montana. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you might know, Dave. But it only takes. It would only take one state rep to actually put New Hampshire in the lead. If one mm -hmm. state rep were willing to stay dedicated to this for a year-long period, and mm -hmm. without really doing very much, right. except answering nasty questions from, yes. from authoritarians, yes. then we, we would actually be in the lead because we would have legislation in front of the entire House uh, if one state rep was actually into this. Yeah. And that, I mean, putting New Hampshire in the lead on secession would be like, that would be like uh, the most important thing that state rep did in their whole life. <laughs> So well, I, I just really don't think that's I don't a lot think it's to a minor up. thing. And I, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's a lot to live up to. That's a lot of pressure for for someone. It is, uh, and yet it's not because again, all they have to do is request the legislation and then take it off the consent calendar, or make sure it stays off the consent calendar when it comes up for a general vote a year later, yes, or, or six months later. You know, it's really not that much work. Uh, there, there would you might lose your Feet, you know, you might mm -hmm. uh, get death threats at worst, but I really doubt it because it, the times have changed. Secession is a much more mainstream issue in the United States than it was ten years ago is or it? twenty years ago, and even I, even I was against it twenty years ago. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I'd call it mainstream though. Yeah, that's using that term a little, a little, bit of a <laughs> little loosely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember when. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, remember this when um, Sarah Palin was on the ticket for VP and it came out. There was it was a very small it was a minor controversy. It blew over quickly. But it came out that her husband, Scott, was part of the secessionist movement in Alaska. 
he was part of some organization and and it it like I said it was brief but some people were like whoa that's crazy you know yeah but then but it blew over quick but uh I, I, other than that you don't really hear I mean it's not something you ever hear about in mainstream media certainly actually I just did a week ago really? uh, two weeks ago in Newsweek they ran an article on it oh I'll and be they damned. said I, I'm I find it, even I find this hard to believe they claimed that 49 percent of New England Democrats favored independence from the union. Oh, boy, boy. I find one that, out of every two. I find that hard oh, to believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd be pretty skeptical of that poll. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I'm skeptical of it. This was that yeah. was a result, a result of a poll that Newsweek was reporting on. Uh, but there were there were other numbers in that poll that were also pretty impressive gains for the secessionist faction. But huh. this won't happen under t- today's circumstances because the situation is not dire enough. It will happen after hyperinflation has started. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe we're uh, maybe we're headed there. Um, I mean, I certainly don't. I mean, maybe uh, I should say maybe after hyperinflation has been going on for a while because right. that's a historical precedent in the Soviet Union and other places. Mm, okay. All right, Dave. Well, very good. Uh, anything to uh, add on the uh, subject? That is all. I can talk all day, but I've talked too much. No, you haven't talked too much. I always enjoy your calls. Uh, please feel free to plug uh, the Ridley Report or uh, NH Exit or whatever you want us to know about. Yeah, NHExit.com is where you go if you want to talk about this with other New Hampshireites. All right. Outstanding. All right, Dave. Thank you so much for, for the uh, call. All right. Thanks, Matt. You got it. Bye-bye. And good to meet you, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> you same here. Thanks. Correct? Yep, yep. Thank there you. you. There you go. Good to meet you. All right, Dave. Take care. All right, care. bye. Bye-bye. All right, well, that opens up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Is that a website, NewHampshireExit.com? It's a uh, Facebook group, oh. which I think I'm I'm actually in. Oh. Um, I occasionally see notifications <laughs> about it. Don't be feeding the fire, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't post anything in there or comment. I'm in I'm in uh, I'm in a ton of Facebook groups yeah. that that I don't. That's all right, um, I guess right, but just. That I don't, I don't ever know. comment on. I he's mean, some obvi- of them. He's obviously stat riddled of any any inkling of something moving towards succession. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is is a is a home run. Yes. Um. So there was an article two weeks ago in Newsweek. Yeah. About well, that's main. That's not really mainstream. You got to take these that's, victories uh, yeah, where yeah, you yeah. can. I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know. I don't understand how that whole. Th- how would that work? How does that work? It's. I don't know. It's never going to happen. Technically, how does it work? How, it, Say say we become an independent country and then yeah. Germany wants to take us over. Well, that's why we need the nuke, right? Or 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 two <laughs> yeah, or three. Um, yeah, I'd want some nukes, maybe some uh, biological weapons. Uh, uh, not that I would advocate for that, but I mean, if we're going to be on our own, right. you know, we're going to be uh, we're going to be sitting ducks. I do remember reading. Um, this was a number of years ago. I was reading an analysis that if if there's any country, I'm sorry, if there's any state in the country that would be best suited. For secession, it would be California, just because um, the way the economy is in California and and the access to resources that they have, they would have the best shot of any state in the country in terms of succeeding at seceding um, and and doing their own thing. But I mean, but I I mean, it's all fantasy stuff. It's never going to happen. I mean, I appreciate Dave's uh, optimism and it's, you know, it's it's something he believes in and he's. He's going for it. He's advocating for it. And I, you know, I, th- I think that's cool. I mean, it's it's pie in the sky stuff, but uh, you know, whatever. I yeah. is he, is he in New Hampshire, right? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He he lives in uh, I think Winchester. 
Oh, if I'm not mistaken, over by Keene area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which he's he's revealed on the air, so I'm yeah. not uh, not telling tales out of school. Yeah, good for him. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, there's uh, other fish to fry around that <laughs> maybe may have a little more substance to them. You know what I mean? Like homeless yeah. or drug addictions or you know just different things in life that you could take up a big fight for. Yeah. And, uh, Others have made that observation too because he recently uh, uh, he's the same one. I don't know if you followed this. He uh, uh, walked across New Hampshire as Bitcoin Gandhi. Oh right, right. right. That's I the heard same about that. That's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. guy, which yeah. caused some controversy on this uh, show actually because, you know, Dave was calling as the Bitcoin Gandhi right. character and in, in the voice and everything, and um, I, I got some pushback from some listeners about it. Some of the listeners felt it was racist. Um, I argued that it was not because I felt that uh, because he was doing it in honor and tribute of Gandhi. He wasn't doing it to make fun of Gandhi or to make fun of Indian people, certainly. Um, so this day and age, I can understand where that why they're thinking that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. You can understand it. Every, every little thing, which is like one thing I want to talk about, like communication. You know, this mm-hmm. day, this day and age, and how how communication is. You think it's broken down because of Facebooks and the Instagrams and TikToks and all these things that you think you think we less one on one solving problems. I was thinking about it this weekend. I was out to dinner at the beach and I was with another couple, Manchester couple, uh, talking not that, a, not a foursome. Started not a foursome. I, I won't play the, yeah, the drop. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and something came to me. What do you think would happen? If we just drop D's and R's and I's from from the names of political people, mm. well, I would love it. What would happen if they had to talk with each other and and to work things out for the best of, in our case, our representatives should be looking out for New Hampshire, right? Yes, we all send there for, but R's vote with R's, D's vote with D's, right? Eyes jump on where they want to jump on, and yeah. nothing gets done. And it's kind of yeah. it's kind of odd, you know what I mean? It's kind of it's it's the communication thing is kind of broken down. Well, I think that um, you know I I talk a lot on the show about how, and I'm an independent, and there's many many reasons, but one of them is I I have such a loathing for this binary two party duopoly that we have in this country, and um, and I think. Um, you know, uh, part of it, too, is uh, people, you know, they, they choose a, a herd to run with. And then you don't really have to know anything about the issues. You just need to know, are you right. supposed to vote for an R or are you supposed right. to vote for a D? So people abdicate any responsibility for knowing anything. But I also think that, you know, that two-party duopoly, it it controls everything ultimately because, you know, politics is a business. And, um, you know... The, the two parties raise tremendous amounts of money. Um, I mean, because they're really in cahoots in a way. Right. You which, know, which, bo- which could be a problem. Yeah. Because both both parties raise tremendous amounts of money fighting the other party. And that's so, it, you know, it's all kind of a racket, really. And it uh, it drives me nuts. But but also, too, because we have this duopoly, you know, I talk a lot on the show. You've probably heard me use the phrase binary thinking. Where people think um, people are are all in or all out. Um, no one wants to apply nuance to issues. You know, I I feel like I feel like I wake up every day in a world that is very complicated with very 
complex and complicated problems that are going to require some complex and comp complicated solutions. Yeah. But people are are just so it's either dug in. Yeah, and we either need a, a completely liberal solution or a completely conservative right. solution every problem and 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 everything is so simple. But it you know, in terms of how people want to look at things, but it's a very complicated world. And I'll just use a just a quick example, immigration. Um, you know, it's very easy for people to say, "Oh, build a wall." Now, I don't and and you you might not realize this, but I, I I'm not reflexively opposed to building walls. I, we have a right to build walls on our borders, but it's there's other things about the immigration system that are complicated. You know, the the whole thing needs to be overhauled. The biggest reason for uh, illegal immigration, the biggest root cause of it in the United States, is people overstaying their visas. So obviously that's something we need to address. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of complex issues that need to be addressed, but. That doesn't look good on a bumper sticker or a T-shirt or doesn't make for a good chant, you know. Yeah. Comprehensive immigration reform right. doesn't roll off the tongue like build that wall does. And that's just, you know, and, and we've actually, you and I had a conversation, one of your uh, calls one day into the show about abortion, you know, because I was talking about how, look, it's, it's not everything is so simple. And I, I see an opportunity for pro-life people and pro-choice people to work together to, you know, improve access to birth control and things like that. And you could actually reduce, you know, if you begin to look at the issue in a nuanced way, you could actually really bring down uh, the level of abortion in this country without, you know, outlining it or anything like that. And um, and I remember you called when I was talking about that, and, and, uh, and you also had some thoughts on it that were very nuanced. But... Yeah. Everybody's dug in all on one yeah. side or all on the other, and, and, and so nothing gets solved. But again, communication, the narratives change. Mm -hmm. Some people think the, the wall is for slowing the trafficking, slowing the sure. drugs, and trying to hurt everybody to come through the front door. Right. Come through. We want to know who you are. And I'm, I'm not opposed to right. any of that. Right. That's kind of the theory from, from the right side, or the, that's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people say it's inhumane, it's this and that, and you know. So you understand both sides, but it's just right. they both take their just like Dave Ridley. He takes his to the umpteenth degree. Mm -hmm. Everybody else does, Republicans, Democrats, and the problems aren't getting fixed. You know what I mean? Well, That's it goes the problem. It, well, it goes back to the business part of it, I think, though, because if you're Republicans, you can raise a lot of money. You know, going out, doing campaign rallies, getting people to chant, build that wall. You can raise a lot of money with that. On the other hand, if you're a Democrat and you're going out saying, you know, look, they're, they're, they just want to build walls and keep everybody out and deport everybody. Um, you can raise a lot of money with sure. that. You know, so it's um, there's much more money to be raised, to be made, much more profit to be gained from approaching things in this sort of dumbed down, hyper simplified way. Um, than there is in uh, right. actually rolling up sleeves and doing the hard work and, and really figuring right. things out. You know, it, it's like, like you ever have somebody. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. 
the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. For me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. You ever have somebody ask you a question and they want a yes or no answer, but you can't give them a yes right. or no answer because right. it's not that simple, but they so desperate, but, but right. And you try yeah. and you start to answer them and you start giving them full sentences right. and they go, no, no, no. Yeah. I asked you a yes or no <laughs> question. And it's like, okay, well, sometimes simple questions have complicated answers, but I feel like we live in a culture that expects everything to be simple, but we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hopwood, show ass, 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 Hopwood, show ass. Are you Are you hyperventilating at the thought of John Hopwood? <laughs> that's, a, that's a dreadful Do you know who this is? I have an idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, John Hopwood, look, can I just, let's, let's just say it. John Hopwood is a sex symbol. Is he not? Yeah, I don't know if I... No. I mean, he was... Uh, look, John Hopwood... It doesn't matter. <laughs> John Hopwood was People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive in 1958. A lot of people don't know that. And this is clearly... Hopwood. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. We want Hopwood. Well, don't we all? I mean, well, I don't, but I don't, I don't lean that way, if you know what I mean. But you do. I understand. We don't care. We want Hopwood. He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. Perhaps yeah. he has heard your clarion call. I genuinely don't know what that sound is, though. And I'm not sure if I want to know. I think it's a... I think it's a... Uh, is it like... A red flag towards me, I believe. Hopwood sitting here instead of me. Oh. Hopwood. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, oh. So he wishes you were John Hopwood. Show ass. Well, you, you, we can't, yeah. uh, you can't do that on FM radio. I, well, I mean, it is radio. It's theater of the mind. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. Oh, and Braden Russell is in the uh, chat room and also says, we want Hopwood. Perhaps that's uh, who's on the phone. We do want that. Yes. Well, I, no, I understand. Show it. I, well, I, I, I can't. It. It's not mine to show. I, you show know, it. We need Hopwood here for that. We do show it. You need. We need. Uh, you want it? Would you? Um, would you settle for virtual John Hopwood? Because virtual John Hopwood. Where is it? Well. Uh, where is it? Where's virtual John Hopwood? Where is it? You want it? Uh, I think he's here. Hang on. Oh, about seven or eight inches. Yeah, virtual John Hopwood is here. <laughs> will you? Will you accept that? Is he? Yeah, it's right here. You love it. I don't know who that is, and I don't care. Yeah. See. You can have a whole uh, conversation with him if you'd like. Jeez, how much dope have you smoked? I mean, you know, hardy, har, har, right? Yeah. My God. I mean, it's not the real thing, but it's... Where's Hopwood? Well, it's, it's, it's you know... Hopwood does have some classics. He? he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I mean, it's not funny. It's nothing. Well, uh, we have virtual John Hopwood. I don't have actual physical human uh, John Hopwood. 
Well, it's not, he's not a phony. He's just uh If intelligence was electricity, this guy couldn't spark Come a firefly's ass. I mean, that is real virtual John Hopwood. He's not fake. He's just virtual. You can't, can you show me? Well, no. I'm I, not an imbecile. I can't show you. He's a, he's a voice. He's a, he's a disembodied voice. He's not an actual... Uh, organism who's I here with us. Hopwood, okay? Well, I mean, I we, well, we all do. Right now. We all do. I, I mean, you know, it, it's... Uh, Just hang up. No, I can't do that, uh, Virtual John. That would be rude. Dude, I want to see him right now. He, he'll be... uh the winning all day. I know. I know. Mike Doyle is here. Would you like to see Mike Doyle? He's hey, here with us. Famous statement. John no, Hopwood is not Hopwood walking through that now. door. I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, boy. Well, I'm sorry. I'm with you. No. All right. Well, we'll uh I'm sure he'll be here sometime this week if you tune in every Better day. Be. But you have to tune in every single day. <laughs> Better be. Because if you don't tune I'm in I'm calling in tomorrow. Call yeah. call in tomorrow. We'll see I if want he's Hopwood. here. I know. All right. Well, we'll see what we can I'm do. I'm calling in tomorrow. Call in tomorrow. I'm going to let him know. I'm call, I'll call him twice. You yo okay. With my phone, my dad's phone, my mother's phone, my grandma's phone, uh-huh. my dad's phone. I'm calling in. Well, you don't. Uh, if you're calling in twice, you'll only you, you you can actually call in twice from the same phone. You don't need all these different phones. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. You, I mean, you can call. You know, it's not like. I mean, unless you're in the mafia, you, like, you know, you don't need like a burner phone. You can just call in on the same one. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you how you do it. I bet, but... I bet you Hopwood taught you that. Um, we don't discuss the mafia. There's no such thing, actually. If this is that, I don't know if that's what you meant. I said Hopwood. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, thought, I'm sorry. I get Sir, confused. What the hell are you thinking about? I is that Ryan Gorman? I get. Uh, I just get confused. No, it's not Ryan Gorman. Stop. Sir, Jesus. Uh, you could probably pull Hopwood. off a sitcom with Hopwood. You think so? Yeah, or, if you followed him around. A sitcom? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's kind of like George from Seinfeld. Right. Yeah. Or Steinfeld, as right. Joel likes to say. Right. George Vandelay. Mm, yes. <laughs> there you go. Vandelay Industries. <laughs> yes. Hopwood? No, no, uh, no, George from Seinfeld. Uh, Mike Pelopita in the chat room says he can call from a payphone if he can find one. I don't know if you have a payphone uh, near you. Why would I do that? Well, just Mike is an idiot. Oh, well, <laughs> now just to be clear, he's, he was referring to Mike. Pel- Mike? Well, you know, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, he's just uh, he's trying Does to be Mike helpful. Hmm? Is Mike what? Does Mike know Hopwood? Oh, I, we all know John Hopwood. He's uh, he's famous. Well, I know him. Well, I know. I want to know him. Well, you you want to know him better, it sounds like. But, uh, yeah, he's not here. He's not here. Yeah, I want to know him, but Mm. you're just holding him back. We'll call back tomorrow and call back uh, tomorrow twice, but from the same phone. I am calling back tomorrow. Take it easy on yourself. Just use the same phone. You take care of Hopwood, okay? Okay. I will. (laughs) Okay. Call him back. (laughs) All right. Don't block me. Back. Don't worry. All right. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Did you catch when you said tune in this week? He'll probably be on one day this week, and the guy goes, "Better be." Better well, you be. know, it, yeah, I, I mean, it's like he's he's pining yeah. for John Hopwood. Yeah. He he just he needs not a bad little skit. He was he was consistent a skit. I think he was very sincere. You think so? I think he was very sincere. John Hopwood is very popular around here. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, Brandon calling from Portland, Maine. Oh, Brandon from Portland. How are you? 
This is a serious boycott of the show. We will <gasps> not watch the show until Hopwood appears. Uh, well, that's that's disappointing. We have uh, virtual. Uh, oh my god, I'm so devastated. We have virtual John Hopwood here. Is that good enough? Although, if Mike Doyle would prefer to uh, show us his posterior region, that would do. Oh, I don't. I don't think we can. Do, we'll get uh, kicked off of Facebook. Plus, you know, Mike's very modest. Yeah, yeah. Facebook could shut right. down. Never right. mind. <laughs> but we will continue to bombard the show and call about the subject. Everyone knows about it's not a touchy subject. Wow. It's the subject that everyone's talking about. Uh-huh. We what? gave him something to, t- to talk about, and it's John Hopwood. Well, I don't know if everyone's talking about it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. How about Dave Ridley? Is Dave Ridley? They named a restaurant in your city after him. I mean, for God's sake. They did? They did? The they... Hop Knot. Oh, the Hop Knot. Wow. Yes. That's right. Our wonderful sponsor, the Hop Knot. They have delicious gourmet pretzels, they have craft beer. They have Grant Lampton on Friday nights. That's a good uh, good segue into our sponsor there. That was excellent. Thank you, Brandon. Are you sure you're boycotting the show? Because you kind of helped me out there with that. Top wood, show ass. Top wood, show ass. Top wood, show ass. It's catchy. It's catchy. Oh, boy. Everybody wants their John Hopwood. I'll when you, tell when you. you mentioned restaurant, I, I thought the first thing I thought of was back room. I don't know why. Oh, really? But I was thinking <laughs> but, Yeah. They all want to see ASS, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, embarrassed that I didn't get it right away, the hop knot. It, it, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I, I was I was uh, a little slow on that. I feel bad. What's up with Hoppy? What's the story there? Well, you know, he comes and goes. Uh, uh, some weeks he'll be on like three times in a week, and uh, other than, you know, like weeks and weeks will go by, and I won't see him at all. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, yeah, I'd like to make an order for pickup. <laughs> what would you like? Uh, the hot- uh, yeah, I would like um, a thin crust um, with um, plenty of sauce, though. And can I get this one with extra John Hopwood? That's our specialty. Oh, yes. All right. Let's be for uh, pickup. I'll be there in 30 minutes. Okay. We'll see you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow. Oh, what am I going to do? Hoppy started a revolution. Yeah, you know what though? I just realized something. I I really kind of messed up just now because now you don't have thin crust. Yeah, I don't have thin crust, <laughs> and I have to figure out a way. Even if I had the thin crust, I don't have John Hopwood to put on the thin yeah, crust. Good point. Good point. <sighs> Plus, I don't know with health codes. I don't know if you can even actually put John Hopwood on a thin crust. I don't know if that's now uh, Hoppy would allowed. If, if Hoppy was a true friend, right? Wouldn't he come by? He would come by and he sooner would, rather than later. Yes, and he would get on the thin crust, and I could serve him. <laughs> oh, we have a call. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's Charles Richardson. What's going on, Charles Richardson from the Charles Richardson Show in Florida? How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. I actually, uh, you know what? I know everybody's on the hob. Apparently, so I'm, yes. I'm trying to see if I can steer away from the hob more toward the knob. I mean, I know that's what those people that walk the streets would say. But oh, the hob, I actually see the, the hobnobbing, yeah. as, as Crazy Joe calls it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually came across an article uh, from up there in New Hampshire. Apparently, oh. there's this dude called River Dave. Oh. He's been squatting at a um, at a like a, a 
what is you call those things? Log cabins. Yeah. That's on a privately owned yard for like 27 years. Yeah. Just keeping to himself, completely under the radar. And they went ahead and arrested him just recently. Yeah. They arrested yeah. him because he was trespassing. His log cabin got burned down after he got arrested, which is kind of suspicious to me if you ask. But it's like this guy was like living the, living the life. I mean, he grew his own vegetables, his own food. He went ahead and chopped his own firewood. The guy's 81 years old. And he was just over there just quietly living. He got, went in front of the judge and said, I'll, allow you, I'll release you, but you can't go back to the cabin anymore. He says, you know what? Keep it. You have all my possessions. Keep them. I don't care. I'll sit here until I rot. What do you think of that? I mean, that, that, that's, that's kind of cool, living off the grid, number one. And I just think I admire him for standing up for, you know, even though it wasn't his. And obviously, <laughs> legally, you know, the judge did everything he was supposed to. But I, I, I got to give it up to him. Yeah, I mean, he's a hardy individual. Have you been following that, Mike? The I have. River Dave? I yeah. have. And I don't think the uh, I don't think the burning down of the cabin is suspicious at all. The the people obviously wanted him off, right? He wasn't hurting anybody, but he was on private property, right. and they gave him so much warning, all the stuff you're supposed to do to get a squatter off your land. Yeah, you know, does it make it right or wrong? Could they have come up with a deal and said, "Hey, listen, can we move you down the river a little bit? Can we can we help you with a place here?" I didn't hear any of that. Right, but they may have. But the bottom line is, once he was physically removed from the site, the cabin burned down. And I'm going, well, you know who did that? Yeah. The people that kicked him off. I mean, come on. Let's not. Yeah, most likely. Right. I'm not saying they did. I'm just saying it, it, that's where the arrow would point. Unless River Dave burned. Uh, yeah. uh, is it possible that River Dave burned it himself to collect the insurance money? No, he, he was in jail. Oh, that's no, he right. didn't own anything. I, I, he didn't own anything. I, I he didn't know. own it. He was, I was, yeah. he was, oh, you're being. I was, I was, I was kidding. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Isn't like staying at a place of residence kind of like a common law marriage after you stay there so many times you own it or something? Well, or I know. I, like completely way off there. Well, there's uh, squatting where you just kind of occupy a place. I, I, I've never been clear on what any of the laws are around that, though. But this guy was there for 30 years, wasn't he? Yeah, 27, I think. 27, 27 years, years, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they just all of a sudden uh, decided they didn't want him there or what. But, uh, I mean, uh, you would think they would have been friends with him, you know. I mean, who wouldn't want to be friends with someone named River Dave, you know? Who, who wouldn't be uh, friendly well, and accommodating? Well, I mean, that's, that, that's not his real name. That's what he goes by with all, because apparently this, well, yeah. this uh, cabin was on a river and there was a lot of people that were kayaking by, Yeah, and he made a lot of acquaintances by that, so... Uh, they all call him River Dave. Yeah, obviously his name his name is actually not completely different. By the way, yeah, David Lindstone. Lindstone, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, who they, wouldn't want, want to have a friend, uh, River Dave? You know. Yeah, well, I know, I, right? I, like I, 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 he wasn't harming anybody. <clears throat> you know what? Obviously, that cabin never got used. So it's like, why not just let the dude stay there? Yeah, he's already almost. You know, he's almost older than dirt anyway. True. I read an article. I read an article about this, and one train of thought is the company didn't want the um, expansion of homelessness to make its way to their land. Ah, uh, hence he's there without any rights. You know why couldn't everybody else just go join that 
that band and um so th- that was one one school of thought i don't know if it's right or wrong but uh, uh horse poopy yeah. <laughs> all i can say yeah but apparently a lot of people have stepped up and donated and are trying to help them out they so. did yeah yeah they were like trying to but they said even even if the even if they could find a loophole uh, apparently the cabin doesn't have any access point so it's like i guess there's a law that you can't make that a residence because there's no access point okay so uh, it, it's just weird but i thought i'd share it with you since it was happening literally in the your neck of the woods yes yes yeah. do you know anyone uh who lives in a cabin in the woods down your way uh charles no but i used to know a man who lived in a van down by the river ah yes the van down by the river. Yes. All right, you guys take care. All right. Thank you for the call, Charles. Right, see you later. Take care. Yep. That is uh, Charles Richardson from the Charles Richardson Show, which you can uh, hear online every Wednesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. on Raw Talk Online and IPM Nation and the Charles Richardson Facebook page. So Yeah, so see, that's the communication thing we were talking about. Yeah. What changed from last year to this year with him? And we're getting all these different thoughts and all these mm-hmm. different, but the company must have a reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's, there's got to be a reason. And maybe they've been looking at this for a year or two. They've gave they gave him warning. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. He seemed harmless. He seemed like yeah. a nice guy. And yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Got to hear the facts. You know what I mean? You got to hear the facts. That's right. Yeah. It says here, according to this is from Yahoo News. I was just kind of scanning it while we were uh, talking to Charles. Uh, it says. Lidstone said the prior owner gave his word years ago that he could live there, but had nothing in writing. That's always a, a, yeah, a mistake. Um, yeah, so I guess. Uh, Did you see the picture of the fellow? He looks like right out of ZZ Top. Yeah, he does. He, <laughs> he really does. Beard. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 81 years old. Yeah. Well, you know, I, a lot of people are helping him, so it sounds like he's going to, you know, he, he's, he's going to be okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, they'll start a GoFundMe page and right. Next, oh, he'll he'll get a little apartment or something. But he's just a woodsy guy, I guess. I guess so. I mean, could he just go live in the mountains like yeah. uh, Grizzly Adams or something? Yeah, I don't think it had plumbing and stuff either. So yeah, that becomes another whole <laughs> right. Becomes another whole question. The the sanitation uh, question of it. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about not to change subjects, but we were talking about needles, uh, getting the shot. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Kentucky in April, and I met a couple guys from Kentucky. And you want to talk about Trump loving, uh, not getting the shot because they're trying to spy on us. Never going to get the shot. Oh God! Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. And I didn't realize you go to certain regions; it's that bad. I mean, mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. So I know this guy, who who decided to he, he lives in a trailer versus living in a house. He worked. He was an f- electrician all his life. Yeah. But that's just, I don't know. It's its just, I don't know. Yeah. He likes being off the grid. Yeah, yeah. You know? I couldn't do it. I, uh... Yeah. I, everybody needs a, who doesn't need a good bathroom? Right. Just to take <laughs> right. a shower, right? Yeah, Go yeah. The, do, your, do your due diligence. And... Yeah, and internet. And, yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, internet. And... I wouldn't even like living out in the woods, like uh, out in the country. Like, I have to be in a city. Yeah. You know, I have to be especially in the winter. I think it would be dangerous for me to live in an isolated place in the winter with my depression. 
you know, when, yeah. when you've got the limited sunlight and everything, I think it would, I'd, you know, uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'd kill myself or yeah. anything, but, but I'm not saying I wouldn't like yeah. just the isolation of being out, out in the, in the woods, yeah. it, would, it would be very, very hard. Does that depression come and go? Does that come and go? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it's not, it's not constant, but it's always, it kind of looms in yeah. the background and, um, it, it does get a little bit worse in the, in the winter because, you know, the lack of sunlight and whatnot, I, I, I think affects it. But. Yeah. For the first time in my life, I experienced depression. Really? Like in, a, in a bad state. Oh. For, for only about a, a week. Yeah. But I knew it. You know what I mean? I could tell. I go, this is not me. I was just totally off the charts. Wow. But it, I, I had just finished a job, you know, a long career. I retired, COVID. It was just a whole combination of things. And, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I got nothing to do. I got, mm-hmm. And I started feeling the thoughts and things not not sleeping well and and just being i don't know it's like you're in a bubble and you and you just can't move and it's like that's holy a good, cow it's a good is, way of putting it yeah it's yeah. just like I'm, I'm pretty sure you know i had a physical i told my doctor he goes yeah that's that's a that's symptoms of depression yeah but at least you knew it and you know i knew it and you recognized i was able to fight and, through it and, yeah no that's good yeah hi welcome to matt connerton unleashed who's this Hi, Matt. Hi, Mike. Uh, hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. Um, you know, Mike, I've, I've listened to you on the radio so many times. And to hear that you ever experienced depression is kind of hard to believe because, I mean, obviously, we, we depression strikes people all sizes, shapes, colors, everything. And you never, 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 you know, know who does, who's suffering from it. Mm. Well, you seem to be the most holly, uh, holly jolly guy and peaceful and, and down to earth. And uh, wow, to hear that you to yeah. hear you say that you know you experienced it because I too I experienced it. And um, three four weeks ago, three weeks ago, I, when I went to my primary care doctor, he sat me down and he said, "Look, Ron, I want to put you on uh, depression drugs." And I said, "Look, I, I don't need drugs. I, I'm already got my own problems." He says, "No, no, no. These aren't." Drugs, they you could quit anytime. They're not addictive, um, and they work great. Well, make a long story short, he gave it. Him, I, I got them that same day. I thought I felt something, and then the next day, I absolutely felt something. It's not a high. It's not yeah. even something that you can explain. The depression f- seems to not be there. That's the best way I can say it. So, yeah. But I couldn't imagine for the life of me that you would ever experience yeah, it. But I don't think it happened. Um, and don't... Matt, too, you seem like a, a high-stress guy, so I could kind of understand it on your <laughs> side. But Mike, no, I would have never guessed it from you. Yeah, I don't think it has, I don't think it takes shape or form into where it attacks, right? I mean, yeah. you just, it, it, it was just, you know, I, I worked 25 years de- helping this business develop, and I was fighting the Boston Elevator Unions head-on. You know, it was me against them. And I took them on, and I had 70 hours a week and made great money and, you know, kids educated. It's all good. But then it came to What did you do? Then I sold elevators and handicapped lifts to make buildings accessible for handicapped people. And most of our our business was in the Boston area. I I did most of the churches in Boston. You know, I did Boston City Hall. I did Hmm. uh, all the universities, Harvard, Boston College, MIT. They all call me. Anyways... Um, and then to just have it stop. Yeah. And then COVID, then I got COVID, all of those combined. And then where's my life? I'm not working 70 hours a week. 
I don't know. It just all piled up. It wasn't anything bad, but it just piled up, mm-hmm. and I was in this whole different place, and I got all, I got all bummed out. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. And I, and I wasn't in a bad spot financially or anything. I was just bummed out. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing. I went to the beach. I was sitting by the beach alone. And I was just sitting there looking out, going, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. And so I explained it to my doctor, and he goes, "You had a little things change. Your whole life changed. Your whole your whole you had an avenue, and it." You just took a hard right turn. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it. I don't think it's whether you're rich, poor, happy, jolly. Uh, I think it can strike anywhere. Oh, absolutely. And now that you feel, oh, that, absolutely. Now I that you, much to my surprise, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Did I just you, wouldn't think of you as a candidate. Oh well, I don't know. I don't know what a candidate is, but yeah, I mean anybody can. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think I, I think everybody experiences depression uh, at some point during their their lifetimes. But you know, for sure. you know, for probably a lot of people, maybe even most people, it's um, you know, if something traumatic happens sure. to you, maybe you lose a loved one sure. or something, you know, and then it's situational. But then there's also that kind of depression that, like, what I deal with, where it's just you know a chemical imbalance in the brain that you know everything could be going great, you know, sure. and and then just all of a sudden, like for me. I'll just get a feeling of doom, man. And there could be no logical reason for it. Just all of a sudden, just everything just feels hopeless. And it's like this, this dark cloud that just kind of appears and it's, it sucks. How long does it last? For me, um, on average, if you had to, Oh, like weeks, uh, a couple days, weeks. It, on average, probably a couple days. I mean, I've had it where it's a day, and I've had it where it's dragged on for weeks. Are you able to tell yourself, I was able to do this. Are you able to tell yourself, I know I'm depressed right now? Oh, yeah. Now I can. Right. There there was a time, uh, maybe even as little as 10 years ago, where I was kind of in denial about it. I didn't want to admit to anybody, even myself, that that's what was going on. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm pretty, you know, a lot of the stigma has been removed. People are much more open about it these days. So we've progressed culturally in that regard. So now I have no problem admitting yeah. it and acknowledging it. But there was a time when I would really try to hide it. You know, sure. other, other people around me could and tell. And that's probably doesn't help. That's, exactly. That's probably feeding it. Exactly. Trying to yep. hide it. Just stuffing it down. Yeah. So how many people can't see that they're depressed mm-hmm. and fight their way out of it and then go to harm or go to drugs or go to yeah. whatever, whatever, you know, circumstances that they really didn't want to do, but... It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. I don't know. So it, it it's definitely a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and and kind of until you experience it from the outside, I hear it and I understand it and I say, yeah, and I can see how people be there. But until you actually feel it, mm-hmm. then it's, then it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game. But anyways. And you were, you were able to, to d- uh, distinctly tell the difference between, because obviously you've been sad. But you, yeah. you were able to tell, like, this is, okay, this is different. This is not being this is sad. Different. This, this is, is something different. else. Yeah. Sit there and go, what's wrong in my life that I'm depressed? And I'm going, this is good, this is good, this is good. 
kids are good, right? Uh, healthy, just what everybody wants. You know, healthy kids and yeah, healthy life and and you know some semblance of dough, whatever. And so I don't know. Yeah, then you're just sitting there going, "What's why am I like that? What is going on?" And yeah, it's, it's just like a cloud. You're right, like a cloud or a bubble. It's like yeah, ah, yeah. But thank God it broke. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. All right, Ron. Any anything hmm. to add? No, no, no. Just uh, it was great to uh, put that two cents out and listen to somebody else speak about it because uh, you know it's real. Yeah, it's a real thing. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Ron. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Yeah. Another whole discussion, huh? For another day. Oh yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it comes up a lot, especially now because I think, um, you know, I think the pandemic, oh, <laughs> you know, brought sure. a lot of people down and. And um, and for a lot of people, there's there's an irony to this with me is that I'm I'm an introvert. So for me, like kind of not well, I was never cut off from people, obviously, you know, coming in and doing the show and still communicating with people. But um, but I didn't have that same, you know, a lot of people get depressed when they feel like they're isolated and, right. and sequestered from the rest of the world. But being an introvert, I didn't really have that, you know, right. because I don't have that drive. Right. To, to socialize necessarily with a lot of people. I just don't, um, you know, I like to, I'm not antisocial. Sometimes people confuse being an introvert with, Oh, what are you anti? No, not at all. I just, uh, you know, I like people obviously, or I wouldn't do this, but, um, you know, but I wasn't affected that way. But a lot of people, I think because of the pandemic, there's a lot of people who experienced depression for the first time in their lives, you know, because they, they, the isolation was very difficult for them. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of politicians who said, it's a crime that when we're giving out the children's numbers and school numbers that we're not including child, um, child depression and child, you know, the things that happen to the kids that have fallen so far behind yeah. the pandemic and, oh yeah, you know, just mentally. Yeah. That can't handle, think about third, fourth, fifth graders. Can't, they can't handle this. Right. They're used to a rhythm, go to school, get dropped off on the bus. I like my teacher. She teaches me the ABCs. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden I'm home and. You know, my daughter's a teacher. She says it's torture trying to teach kids if you really care about teaching them. Oh yeah, because they're playing underneath the video of the of the thing. They're playing. You can hear the game. <laughs> oh, can, I've, you know I've heard I mean? all kinds of stories. You can yeah. hear the games being played. And yeah, stuff, or, or you got kids falling asleep, falling asleep, or, yeah. or whatever. And it's just oh, torture. it's gotta be tough. Yeah, yeah no it, doubt. It's gotta be so and it's tough. tough on the kids. They fall behind too. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the most important part. When when you and I are in a nursing home, those kids are gonna be. In charge of us. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be running, running this country. <laughs> right, right. So That is the future, yeah. Well, we're at the top of the hour, so we'll uh, we'll take a break. I'm going to play a song, and we'll show some love to our sponsors. I should mention, too, and uh, congratulations to Peter White on The Morning Show. We got to hang out with Peter a little bit before the show. Uh, he announced uh, this morning on The Morning Show a brand-new sponsor here at WMNH, Adored Wi-Fi. Uh, they don't have a, a, a commercial yet uh, that they've given us, but they will. Uh, but a brand new sponsor here at WMNH and of the morning show, uh, AdoredWiFi.com is the website. And they are providing high-speed internet you'll love with a connection you can trust. Now available right here in Manchester, New Hampshire. So welcome to the WMNH family, Adored Wi-Fi. Very cool. And, of course, we have uh, all these great sponsors here at WMNH, the Hop Knot. Uh, in the Brady Sullivan right across the street. Don't go there today because Monday and Tuesday is their weekend, but uh, they sponsor this program and uh, WMNH. And, of course, uh, 
Uh, we have uh, Mike Pelopita from Queen City Cabinetry uh, in the historic Sunbeam Mall. And, of course, the OG of WMNH sponsors, CGI Business Solutions. They've been with us from the very beginning. But uh, welcome, Adored Wi-Fi. Uh, very exciting, and things continue to grow here. And, by the way, if you're interested in sponsorship or you know someone who is and would like to participate, uh, shoot me an email. Matt at mattconnerton.com is the easiest and quickest way to reach me, Matt at mattconnerton.com and it's easy to remember and uh yeah uh let's uh let's talk but uh mike doyle is here with us we're going to take a break and we will be back with our number two of matt connerton unleashed and uh hey who knows maybe uh the real john hopwood will uh will uh pop in maybe uh part of him was uh tingling and he said uh oh i'm needed uh down there <laughs> anyway we'll be right back <laughs> Everybody, we are into our number two numero dos of Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester, streaming at WMNHradio.org. And on the Facebook, on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. Hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and uh, Tomorrow Radio. Today is uh, Monday, August 9, 2021. I forgot what day it was for just a half second. I was up unusually early. And uh, Mike Doyle is here with us at the news desk. What's going on there, Matthew? Well, what's, you got some papers over there. What are you, Easy G? You going to do uh, yeah, an entertainment? No, 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 no such thing. Easy G apparently uh, has purchased a tablet. Can you oh, believe no, it? Not tablet gate again. You, you, you not get out. I heard that all last time. Yeah, you didn't know about this? No, for, like for real. I'm not even kidding. You bought a new tablet. Oh, he got a tablet, and he's. Why did he take the free one? Um, <laughs> too I, much. I don't know. <laughs> too much controversy. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Well, he gave us that wonderful scandal by uh, giving it away and whatnot. Tablet. Maybe, maybe he's getting some money behind the scenes that you don't know about. Oh, he could be getting sponsorship right. money. Sponsorship for money the, that we don't know about. That's true. Yeah, so. that's true. He's a big star. He's a big celebrity. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's going to do his entertainment report on Friday this week, and supposedly he's going to have his new tablet with him. You know him. who introduced him to the radio networks, right? I do. Yeah. yeah That's back. right. That's Many right, everybody. Ago, That's right. We came on Bear and the Big Guy with uh, We have Mike Doyle. We have Mike Doyle to thank for Easy G's yeah. stardom. You, yeah, you, really. You gave him his start. Yeah, same with Mikey Martino. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Martino came on our show a couple of times way back when, 10, 12 years ago. Oh, I'll be damned. So that show, so it was called Bear and the Big Guy? Yeah, after further review with Bear and the Big Guy. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Bill Crowsdale growing up, his name was always the Bear. Oh, okay. Yeah, his nickname. And that was on Channel 23, 23. for, yeah. for how, how many years uh, did you do that? 10 years. Okay. 10 plus. Wow, yeah, wow. We had a good run. Yeah, yeah. We had some good people on, we had some funny stuff, you know, a little bit of everything, but. Why did it end? 
Um, obligations when Phil became um, Waterworks director. Oh, okay. A lot more time consumed. Yeah, yeah. In that job, so we kind of had to. That was kind of the end of it. Yeah, it makes sense. Plus, yeah. you know, you're you're kind of a busy guy too, or yeah, at least not you, now. you were. I was, or you were. <laughs> yeah, were. yeah. So I'd imagine that was. Uh, yeah. A, was it a half hour show? Hour show? An hour show? An hour show? Yeah. Huh, I'll be damned. Yeah. We had some good times. We had some classics. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, who's the director? The um, can't think of his name now. Jason? Or no, the other one. Joe? No. Nope. Uh, keep going. Uh, Brendan? No, one more. Um, Only one more. Oh, um, um, who's not here anymore? Yeah. And uh, and, and I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Oh too. my god. Uh, Which I boy. feel badly about because I, I like him very much. He's a great guy, and I can picture I got him. His phone number. He gave me his phone number. Call. I can picture him like he's right in front yeah. of me, and I can't remember his Call name. Kid. Anyways. Oh, I feel badly about yeah. not being able to remember his name. I'll be damned. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Well, that's cool. Now, are those? Can people see those? Are they on YouTube? If somebody wants so. to check it out, I don't. We weren't that tax heavy. Yeah, <laughs> savvy at all. Yeah, you yeah. Know, whatever Joe did, Joe did. Joe or Brendan or. Now, now, how did Easy G? Uh, I don't know. He called. He kept calling in. <laughs> he kept saying, "I'm from Gosstown, and I love sports, and yeah, this, that, and the next thing." And then I knew Mikey through softball. Okay. He he was a he. I knew the coach of. Um, of New New Hampshire, where he coaches, um, New Hampshire Tech. Oh yeah, and um, I just knew him through softball, and uh, so I said to him, "Come on, one day." Oh, all right. And yeah. All of a sudden, we had a star. Wow. So, but this was uh, this was after, of course, he was uh, AWA tag team champions with Black. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Years years later, yeah, that but, was back in his younger days. Yeah, when he was yeah. Young and tough. And that's stout. That, that's right. Oh, Mikey's in the chat. He says Joe O'Neill is the uh, gentleman. No. No. Oh, oh John, yeah. John O'Neill. John O'Neill. Mikey got it wrong. John, yeah, John O'Neill. John Eric O'Neill. John Eric O'Neill. That's right. right. Yes, yeah, right. yes. Yeah. <laughs> the first one didn't ring a bell, but yeah. Right, right. right. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very yeah. cool. He was a, he was a, he was always a good take. Oh, Mikey says the two times that he was on your show, those are on YouTube. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to look for, I'm going to have to look for those. Yeah. I'm curious to see that. Who knew? Yeah. I'll be damned. Who knew? Yeah. You might have more episodes on yeah, YouTube than you're you realize. Right. You're right. Neither of us are really tech, you know, tech savvy. Yeah. How, how long do you think you could go without touching some form of media? Oh, it'd be impossible. Three days? What? A week? Could you go a week? Well, Just, not- you can't touch social media. You can't. You can't do anything. You can't go on Facebook. You can't go on Instagram. You can't do, even though I know you got a lot of things going. Well, that's the thing. I depend on it. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no. So you're probably not a good example, but. Yeah. I'm talking about somebody who, I don't know. It's almost like an addiction. Huh? It's like you're in, you're in. I'm not oh, saying yeah. it in a bad way. I'm not saying yeah. an addiction in a bad way. I'm yeah. Just saying it's just a whole new world that some of us older guys don't, we don't do it. So we don't know. I don't know what's in there. I don't care to know what's in there. Yeah. I hear, I hear the stories. Oh, this, right. So you're not on or are anything. I'm not on you're anything. You're not on anything. No. You're not. You're not cloaked under no. a secret identity. No. 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 Wow. Nothing. I know. I know. I don't, and it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I went to lunch the other day with a guy who's who's um, into it big time, and he says he hasn't been on in two years. He gave it up. Oh no, kidding. He's just sick of seeing the negative versus yeah. the positive. Yeah. And I guess it's too easy. Again, coming back to communication, right? Mm-hmm. It's too easy to write things on a computer and not look somebody in the face and have that conversation and just. Say really, man? I don't. I don't know if that's true, or I don't believe you. Or well, that's the thing. And and here's what 
let me, I, I'm sure other people have told you this too, but here's what you're not missing, um, or here's what you are missing, but you're, you should be glad you're missing it, is people are so nasty to each other on social media because when somebody's behind a keyboard or their phone, right. they'll say things that they would never say to another human being right. in person. Right. It's, it's, um, how is that right? It's, uh, it, <laughs> is that just part it, of the game? It's, it, I guess it you is. Know what I mean? It's, um, it's unfortunate. It comes back to the communication thing. It's just, yeah. we're not communicating. Yeah. Yeah. We all, you and I are, are somewhat politically different, mm -hmm. but we're friends. Yeah. And so we can have a conversation like this. But I bet you I can name 10 things that I want that you want. Mm -hmm. Do you want a happy life? Do you want a healthy life? Oh, yeah. Do you want your girlfriend to be healthy? Of course. Do you want homeless to be off the street? Oh, yeah. Do you want the drug addict <laughs> problem to go away? Yes. See what I mean? We <laughs> yeah, all yeah. want the same thing. Right. But for some reason, we're separating ourselves from being one to fight it mm -hmm. and being two, a D and an R. Yeah. And it sucks. I it's think just, social media does exacerbate that. Oh, I'm sure. Um, it's uh, but then you get into that thing of too. Has social media made it worse, or has social media just revealed exposed it? Yeah, like revealed who we really are. You remember how old are you? I'm in my late forties. Okay, all right, Matt. <laughs> you don't want to tell. <laughs> Back in the day when we were growing up, I'm 48. I, I mean, anybody can. Uh, right, but, but right, I, right. I, I have a habit. Uh, uh, just a, a, a quick sidebar. I have a habit. I used to play in bands, and when I played in bands right. when I was younger, there was there was a time when you could still kind of get away with lying about your age. Yeah. And I uh, I used to apply what I called the five year differential because I because <laughs> yeah, I could yeah, yeah. I could pass yeah, for yeah. about five years. I have good skin and I, yeah, yeah. I don't go out in the sun, so I could pass for about five years younger than I actually was. Yeah. So as I got to so be mid forties, as I got to be in my thirties, right. like my late thirties, but I'm playing with these younger people, I would kind of fib about my age. But at this point, it's it's pointless because yeah, yeah. it's so easy to find out how old someone is. So anyway, but that was kind of an old habit that got triggered when you asked me yeah, i was yeah. like i reverted to what i used to do but anyway i'm sorry back in the days when i was like <laughs> 10 years old yeah there was news on and the only thing you wanted the news would be the same on every station it was just who you wanted delivered it to you mm -hmm. walter cronkite this you know what i mean the, who 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 did your father want it delivered to you because you're in the house yeah and your dad's watching the news but it was all if you flipped over it's pretty much the same news mm -hmm. and now with news integrating with opinion mm -hmm. fox cnn two different same story two different two different stories mm -hmm. how can that be yeah and that's the communication thing i don't know who's right or who's wrong but somebody is because they're telling two completely different stories i'm sure there's some that you can weave a certain way but, oh of course but um well you know what they say there's uh, three sides to every story yours mine and the truth right 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 <laughs> so I don't understand why we don't all put our heads together and go after these problems that we all want fixed together. Mm -hmm. You can hate Donald Trump. I don't love Donald Trump. I was, I was, I've said that every time I go on this show or Peter's show yeah. and people think I'm a full Trumper, Trump can do no wrong. No, I've, me, heard, I've heard you criticize him. Let me tell you, he cannot shoot himself in the foot. He's, he's, he's um, egotistic. He's... he's uh, He's got many faults. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But what I liked was what he did for the the things, some of the things he did for the country, you know, not him. Cause he just, again, 
saying stuff like, um, McCain's not a hero. Yeah, yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Once you just, you, right after you said it, you can hear the gun yeah. shooting himself in the foot. Yeah. You know, the guy stayed in prison a year and, and, oh, and, I know. Got, yeah. and got tortured when he could have left. Right. Because his father was an admiral. So, I mean, just silly. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I hate the communication difference. I wish they'd all tell the same story, sort of. Well, with, you can have your different twinges, but yeah, tell the same story. You know what I mean? Well, with cable news, I think a lot of it is, um, you know, we we talked earlier about the, the business of politics and how you raise money. Yeah. On, oh yeah, on, yeah. On being on, on, with cable news, um, a very successful business model seems to be to take a side, and and it's um. And it's kind of expanded where, see, I never had a problem with having, you know, whether it be Fox or MSNBC, um, where the format had been for so long, you've got the nighttime shows mm -hmm. that are um, clearly opinion-based. You know, these these are not intended to be, you know, whether it's um, Sean Hannity on Fox or Rachel Maddow on MSNBC, you know. It's clear that these are opinion-based shows. These are uh, political analysis shows where you know, you fully understand that the person has a uh, a specific point of view. And, right. that, and that's clear. And no one's trying to be funny with it. It's it's obvious. You know Hannity is a conservative. You know uh, Maddow is a liberal. But, um, and I never, some people have a problem with that. I never had a problem with that as long as there's a clear delineation. But now it's really gotten really blurred and um i think it was already a little blurred on fox but i'll tell you it's really and you you might agree with me on this it's gotten very blurred on cnn yeah, um they're uh, they're all over the place because there are shows because what is what i've noticed has happened on cnn is um the format on fox and and uh and MSNBC for so long was you have the straight news shows during the day, mm -hmm. and then in prime time you have the opinion shows, which got to be very popular and draw big ratings. But with CNN, the prime time shows they, they didn't CNN didn't used to have that format, not at least not on paper. Um, CNN never really had a lot of opinion opinion based shows unless it was something like Crossfire, where you had somebody on both the right. left and the right. But right. a but a show hosted strictly by a liberal or strictly by a conservative CNN never had. But what happened over the course of the Trump administration is um, Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo, the three of them specifically, along with their daytime anchors, started to, to show their bias. And, you know, I don't, uh, I mean, I would agree with a lot of the things they say, because as you know, I don't like Trump. Right. But, but, uh, wow, they really started to blur it. Um, you, you could say that about Fox too. You could say that. Well, yeah. Same I mean, thing. Fox, Fox they started got, to show their hand a little bit too, too much to the right. Oh yeah. Much yeah. In the, in the Trump pocket. Yeah. Versus how about in the USA pocket? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like again, drop the D in the I, drop the CNN and, and, and Fox and let's fix these. Let's get all to get together and fix these problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think me, you know, I don't know, CNN shot themselves in the foot when they should have wanted Trump to get reelected. 
then they'd have another four years of high ratings because their ratings plummeted when when Trump went away. Well, that's yeah. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's amazing. And the people, I don't know, either listening because they knew they were going to, tr- you know, people who didn't like Trump go to CNN because mm. they know they're going to trash Trump. But when Trump True. when Trump went away, yeah, CNN now needs to they they should be taking a hard look and say, hey, we're going to get our ratings up because they're in the toilet, you know. Well, that's why I've always said. Uh, see if let's see if you agree with me on this. When um, when people say, "Well, the media was against Trump," I've always thought that that was a bit of a misframe. Um, the media likes to be very critical of Trump, and I I think and 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 well, I will acknowledge in in some instances not always fairly. Um, I think in most instances fairly, but but I'm going to think that anyway because I was against Trump. But but I always said to just say the media is against Trump, I always thought that was misframing it a little bit because the media presented themselves as being against Trump. But in reality, look, it's 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 a big media. It's corporate media. It's yeah. about the money. Yeah. And um, yeah, ratings went up quite a bit for both MSNBC and CNN. Um, people like the anti-Trump stuff and it makes money. So to say, well, I mean, they weren't against Trump on a business level. Let me put it that way. Uh, you know, maybe in, in, uh, uh, ideologically against him. Sure. And, and the coverage was very negative on Trump, but on a business level, you know, you can't tell me any of the bean counters were, you know, right. sitting there in the accounting office going, Oh, this is, this is terrible. The Trump presidency is just bad for us. No, right. You know, not when they're selling all that advertising inventory. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, so, but it, it is a business. So, what did CNN run with mainly? Who was the big player in the two-year Russian collusion? I don't want to get into specifics. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we get into this, and people call and say, "I hate Trump." <laughs> right? We're not talking about that. We're talking about communication. Mm-hmm. And and um, but two years, we had guys like uh, the. The guy from California, Stan, I, I have physical evidence, and I will bring it out if if the Adam Schiff, right? No. Adam Schiff, that never appeared. Where's the physical evidence? You know what I mean? And then yeah. the IG report came out and said, really, no, no real thing of Russian collusion, but the FBI did make some, you know, ten or eleven very suspicious moves. That was in the report, and we all know that might have happened, but I don't know. So. Two years of running with a Russian collusion. How many millions of dollars could have gone towards, and then an impeachment over a phone call, then another impeachment over, I don't know which one was first? I can't remember the phone call or the other thing. Oh, the quid pro quo, right? The, the yeah, you know. Well, the Democrats so, screwed that up. I mean, I they they botched it, in my opinion. Well, they knew they weren't going. It wasn't going to get by the Senate. So right. Just, well, I said that all along. They did yeah. it to get it out, just get it out yeah. in front of the people. And everybody's going, people who don't dive in go, oh, he's getting impeached. He must have done something wrong. Right? And that's all That's all the Democrats wanted. Well, just, Beautiful. We got it out there. Just for the record, I think he did do things wrong. But but I, I think the way the Democrats went about it was, uh, I think they, they screwed what, it up. You think on that quid pro quo? You well, think that? Yeah. How many people don't, but, when, you're, when you're giving millions of dollars to helping countries around the world, you call a guy and say, "Hey, can you look into this for me?" Is well, that, is that that's that's a that's a big conversation. Yeah, yeah, but, we, yeah, we can, yeah, we can go into that some other. But time. Uh, that that that's something we need to open up with at yeah. the top of the show yeah. to, to get in all that. But again, like let's let's take in consideration the uh, Paris Climate Agreement. 
mm-hmm. and all we heard on some of the I, I flip through at night. People go, "Why do you do that?" I go, "I just want to see what other people are saying." Well, that's good. That's, right, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, and and you know, I'll go to CNN. I'm not a big MSNBC guy at all, but um, that whole the whole climate agreement. Mm-hmm. All I heard was Trump hates the environment. He's not for the environment. He wants to kill the environment. But people never really dove into that climate agreement where China was the number one polluter and they were still considered in that agreement as a developing nation. Trump's going, no, 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 no. You're polluting more than anybody. So you're either a regular nation and you have the same issues that we have for manufacturing and this, or we're out. And they say, well, too bad. We're going to stay where we are. And Trump said, we're out. So I don't know. Is that the worst thing in the world? He was trying to get them to pollute less, I guess, in the long run. Well, it didn't work. Didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) But but what are you supposed to do? China was was clearly polluting more than anybody. Yeah. And why should they have special rules in that agreement? And it was also $2.5 trillion that they had to give them mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know what that was all about. I don't remember that. That was the Obama what... deal. They, they, somehow they said, we'll start the agreement when you give us the $2.5 trillion. Oh, I don't know about that yeah. part. That's Anyways, um, new to me. Yeah, but so it wasn't about trying to... He was just trying to help China do their due diligence as far as climate goes. Did he go about it the wrong way? I don't know, but that was his intent. you know. And then And the news runs with, CNN runs with... He hates forests and he hates, the, he doesn't want, he wants everything to die and he doesn't care about clean water. And that's just, again, that's communication. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happens the other way. I hear CNN, I'll hear something I believe from the, the left and I go over to Fox and sometimes they're twisting it a little oh, yeah. bit. There's always the twist. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But why is that? We shouldn't allow it either way. Right. It should just be news. Right. News. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Tell the truth. There is, um, do, do you listen to satellite radio at all? Sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you ever listen to, uh, uh, Jenny disagreed with me on this, but, uh, Bloomberg, you ever listen to oh, the yeah. Bloomberg News oh, Network? Yeah. I like that show, Balance of Power. Yeah. He, it's, you it, know, she's right about that. He is left. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He ran as a Democrat. Right. But, but that show, I feel, is very, yeah. um, that's very hard news. Like, no bias. Like, I don't detect any bias in that show. I don't I think know about, I don't I know about that, any. But, I think that's but an minim- excellent show. But minimal. I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But, but minimal. But he is definitely coming from the other side of the, of the tracks. Well, he is. He, he, but, threw out, he threw out a lot of money. Well, then again, he's, but he's been all over the place too. He's been a Democrat. He's been a Republican. He's been an independent. He's been whatever is convenient. We're just for throwing him. so much money around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're all knocking heads and we're not fixing the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. If you took, I, I say this a million times, if you took the salary of every professional player, basketball, baseball, football, hockey, and you said to them, we're going to give you, we're going to take 10% of your pay, and it's going to charity. Mm-hmm. That's going to be in your contract. They'd all get the same amount, just 10% less. would all be equal. Yeah. You know how much money that would be? We're talking trillions of dollars of these contracts, which are multi-million dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's just crazy. It's crazy. we got people, we got veterans sleeping on the street. I know. you got homeless people. you got young girls, drug addicts. you got that you see walking around and that, which breaks my heart the most. Yeah. Cause I think they, she has some parents somewhere 
who thinks she's in a nursing school or something and right, little right. does she know, but I don't know. It just, the waste of money that could go towards mental health, mm-hmm. drug addiction, da 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 on and on and on. Yeah. But, and then that leads to the border again, trying to stop the fentanyl from coming over the border. Mm-hmm. Supposedly it's coming over in record levels. Is that what we want? You don't want that. No, of course not. I don't not. want that. No, no. It's getting to our kids. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. getting to the younger generation. Nobody wants that. Yeah. So, I, again, that's one reason for the fence, but the wall. But uh, anyways. Yeah. I don't know. That's my rant. I'm, stick, <laughs> I'm sticking to it. I just We just need to help everybody. Everybody wants to help everybody, and we'll all have a better life yeah. for it. We'll yeah. feel better. We'll, I don't know. Just help. I think... Uh, I always say, and and it's it's a theory of it's kind of a theory of life that I have that, you know, every every problem, not literally every problem, but probably all of these uh, most of these problems um, have solutions out there that have been tried and shown to work. It's just a matter of finding them and having the will to commit to them. And what I mean by that is, so if you're in a city, you know, a lot of cities struggle with homelessness. This city does. There, I have read online about cities that have figured out ways to deal, effective ways to deal with homelessness. So, you know, I um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Tony Robbins, the motivational oh, yeah. speaker, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he talks up, some of his stuff is really good, I think. Some of it says it's kind of okay, but he uh, he talks a lot about modeling, how, um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to solve a problem or you're trying to uh, accomplish something in your life or whatever it is, you know, you find someone who's done what you're trying to do and you try to model what they've done. Sure. So I, I always think that, well, whatever the problem is that you're trying to solve, probably somebody else somewhere has already solved it. So look at what they did and then do that. Right. So homelessness being an example, if we're trying to solve homelessness, let's look at what somebody else did and then do that. And I know it's not, that simple? I don't know, but take a big piece of it. Yeah, exactly. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's Easy G. Great show so far, by the way. Wow. Oh, thank you, Eric. Yes, Easy G, you'll be here tomorrow. We should mention uh, in the first yeah, hour. I know, I, yeah, I know. Mike's going to be on the morning show tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to that oh, show with uh, yes. Moose in town. Oh, my God, it's going to be good. Mike and the Moose will be with Peter in the morning, and then tomorrow on this show, you'll be here with Amanda McCarthy, and Tom in the first hour, and then it yeah, was... I don't know if you were listening uh, earlier, but the um, <laughs> and the, then in the uh, second the, hour, we'll was have... all over me about how I'm in love with Amanda McCarthy. So, well, tomorrow we're going to get to the bottom of it. I'm going to have Amanda choose me or Tom. Oh <laughs> boy! Won't that be good radio, Bob? Oh, that'll be yeah. great radio. You may be San's <laughs> guest when she hears and, that. And, 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 uh, <laughs> uh, Peter says, "I think he's, she's going to choose Tom." I said, "That's fine." He says, "No, it's not fine." You know how he gets, you know, when he gets in those moods. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you're just saying because you know better, but he. he, he He's the uh, he knows how to press my buttons. I tell you, you're wow. n- you're not willing to fight for her, the love of your life. I don't mean fight, fight, but you know you're not willing to, uh, uh, or, or at least well, beg. He, he 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 was rocking with me about the uh, a friend of mine, I, I, and I uh, asked her to be my guest at a um, an event next month over at the uh, at the uh, backyard brewery, and the uh, oh and she she got back to me on a text today saying. She puts me, she puts it down as a maybe, which is better than uh, no. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, uh, but Peter, you know, Peter, he wouldn't give it up. He said, "What's her name?" I said, "I'm going to refer to her as Mrs. X." Yeah. Have you have you considered that 
your friend McCarthy turns to you, starts crying, and goes, Eric, you are the love of my life. Just oh. just what if? Oh, what if? That'd be great. What would that would be awful uh, embarrassing because Tom would be in the, in the, in the I know. So you put her in the, you put him in this bad spot, man. Then Tom goes into the friend zone and it's you and Amanda. Right. Yeah. That'd be great. I could see it. Yeah. yeah it was funny because the uh, they were asking a question. <laughs> I think every day they ask a question on, on ZID on Facebook. They said, if you don't can't live where you are now, if you had to pick a dream place, where would it be? So guess what I wrote? What? Nashville. Oh, <laughs> oh where Amanda is. is. You are. Right. Why not? Gee, right. <laughs> right. I know it's awful hot over there, but I, I think I could have, I could, uh, I could figure that out. Wow. <laughs> and, and by the wow, and that laugh in this context <laughs> is not even, not even the slightest bit creepy. You might have a restraining. right, but I agree with uh, with uh, with uh, Peter. She, she would probably uh, pick uh, pick Tom, which is fine, you know. What do you mean probably? No, Eric, stop fine. Why are you throwing in the word probably? You know, Peter gets what he gets on with a rampage on uh, what's going on with me and Amanda, uh, even though it's nothing going on, by the way. Right. Uh-huh. Listen, can I give you a hint? <laughs> somebody going after somebody your age, they're looking for one of two things: a nurse or a purse. Uh, I don't think you fit either. Yeah, either. I know. You've been saying yeah. that for years, Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what if I can get both? Yeah. I don't know. No, they're looking for you to have either be able to take care of them or you just got so much dough that it'll be fine. Yeah. Which one of those do you have? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I yeah, have some money, but I'm not, I'm not loaded. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, no, but I know that I know this girl for like five years. So it's not, it's not like I yeah. don't know yeah, who yeah, she yeah. is. No, no, no. You don't want to embarrass her either, though, on Matt's show. You know, you right? Because I know put, uh, Texas Mike does the same thing, and uh, you don't want to put her on the spot. Her, what, what's your girlfriend's name? He said, "No, I'm not giving that name on the air," which is, I think, is good advice. Yeah, but then he ended up giving her name on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. I know, I know that girl. I know, I don't, I don't know like Texas Mike does, but I, I've seen her around town. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I'm glad you don't know her like Texas Mike does. That would be awkward. No, but I know her sister too. So. <laughs> oh, she has a sister. Oh, maybe maybe you can get with the sister. You yeah. guys can double date. No, I don't think so. You can have just, a foursome. Just you and another guy. He's a lot and... younger than me, so. <laughs> Texas Mike is the salt of the earth. Yes. Absolutely. I don't come any better than him. Yes. I can tell you that. Well, I think it'd be great, though, to bring a guest to the uh, event next month, and uh, a lot of my friends will be there. So I think it'd be a great time. Oh, I didn't like when Texas Mike hit Dusty Rhodes with that steel chair. <laughs> I didn't yeah. like that, but other than that, yeah, he's a great guy. Did you ever consider it? As, as you as you well know, the, uh, the uh, Matt and uh, Mike, the, uh, I haven't had too much luck with the ladies over the years. <laughs> yeah, I know, but what if what if Amanda picks you and you got to get on the touring bus uh, right away? Mm-hmm. You well, start... then I would have to uh, get the hell out of here. I guess. So. <laughs> I guess so. Wow, look at you. Wow, I know. Would you do that? Somebody would have to file my entertainment report. Wow, you are you are uh, what do they call it? Smitten. Yes. Smitten with love. I, I, I have a feeling that's not going to happen, but... It, <laughs> yeah, it me too. <laughs> me too. How about you, Matt? Yeah. yeah. Not, no, you know what? I'm going to be an optimist. Yeah, I'm going to bet on Easy G. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bet on my buddy. You're getting huge odds, man. Oh, yeah. I can tell you that much. He's the entertainment reporter. That, that, would, that, would, be, uh, that would be a, a great radio if that was the case. <laughs> it sure would. I, I think one in a million would come to Tom would store out of here, and I, I would uh, take his place. 
Wow. 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 He's got all kinds of plans. Eric is a musician, you know. He's <laughs> yeah. a drummer. That, by the way, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just being a really, uh, really uh, foolish on the radio here. Well, that's that confidence we love, Eric. That's yeah. great. That that always wins the ladies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I'm looking forward to the uh, to the uh, show. Oh, yeah, Matt, did you get my uh, my uh, uh, gifts I, uh, I put aside for you? Oh, is that what these bags are? Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know these were here. B- both of these? Yeah, one for you, one for uh, Jenny. Nice. Some Wonderful. Fruit in there and it's some uh, oil glass and a bottle of water. I know you like to stay hydrated. So one bag has fruit and a bottle of water, and the other bag has toilet paper and a bottle of water. Oh, no, that toilet paper is for, was for uh, Peter White as a joke gift. Oh, he didn't take it with him. <laughs> All right, well, maybe he'll use it at the office. <laughs> that is so sweet, huh? Some toilet paper. That is, And a yes. bottle of water. Yes, and this nice, uh, this fruit that's been sitting here, it's nice and warm now. Thank yeah. you. Well, I don't know if the fruit's uh, good. I asked him nicely to put it in the refrigerator, but I guess he uh, forgot. Yes, he did. Yeah, it's just uh, right so you here. You at least get the water. I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat the fruit because it's been sitting there all day. Uh, yeah, can I trade? Am I allowed to trade gifts? Can I take the toilet paper? Oh, yeah, you can if you want, yeah. Oh, you, you need sweet. a roll, yeah. Yeah, because that will use. We're not going to eat this fruit, but, yeah, I'll take the toilet paper. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, Great. definitely. Uh, Very thoughtful. It would have been nice if Peter put it in the fridge, but, hey, he forgot. The toilet paper? That'd be weird. Why would no, you do that? No, that's a nice way to put it in the refrigerator, oh, but I guess he forgot. Oh, the fruit. He got on with his day, and he just forgot about well, my uh Well, he's a busy man. He's a busy man. But anyway, the show's going to wrap up soon, so uh look forward to see you tomorrow, Matt. And Like I said, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Either it's going to be me or, or Tom. Maybe, maybe we could fight for her. Oh, that'd be great. Will you uh, wrestle? I'd like. Yeah, one day. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen, but yeah, well, who knows? <laughs> be great. You gotta bring in Texas oh, Mike, the referee. All right, we'll see that's you guys. Right. We'll see you. I'll, I'll, I'll see you. Uh, yeah, we'll see you, Matt, in about twenty-four hours. Okay. <laughs> All right, sounds bye, good. Bye, Eric. Easy G, Eric Gagnon. Wow, wow. wow that'll be now, exciting. Now, who's Tom? The boyfriend? Tom is the boyfriend. Oh, and I believe he also plays drums. Which is something he and Eric have in common. Did yeah. you know Eric was a drummer? I didn't. Yeah, apparently he was a drummer in high school, uh, and he participated in a recital or something and uh, fell off the stage while he was playing drums. Nice. Yeah. And that's then, where it all started. I, well, I guess that's where it all ended, too, because <laughs> he didn't play drums. Ends. Didn't play drums anymore after that, but that'll be exciting. Yeah, so tomorrow on the show, yes, in the first hour, Amanda McCarthy will be here along with Tom and EZG. And then in the second hour, Mike Sutterth will be here for... Our weekly Tweakonomics segment, and we have another call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. This is uh, Stacy Lawton down in Nashua. Stacy Lawton, how are you? I'm doing um, best I can. Uh, yeah. Considering <clears throat> what I'm dealing with that I talked to you about, but uh, calling on a different note. Um, uh, last year. Um, when I was uh, campaigning for state rep, one of the ideas I had campaigned on, because I'm a big supporter of, um, of marijuana, its legalization for recreational and medical. Um, and, you know, I've learned after, you know, meeting, you know, other people from other states with my live streaming, uh, you know, we had back in the, before the, um, the presidential primaries, I got the pleasure to live stream Colorado Senator Michael Bennett, and he was talking about all the different benefits, you know, the revenues for marijuana has provided Colorado. Mm-hmm. Now, I uh, one of the ideas I campaigned on last year was 
you know, maybe there would be, you know, since New Hampshire already has a great infrastructure with uh, liquor stores to have the liquor stores house uh, dispensaries for the state. And, you know, maybe the state would be able to have better control over revenues and, you know, be able to, you know, do some good with those revenues. But I just uh, got an email from uh, a colleague in the state house uh, who has the exactly the same idea. We're part of the marijuana caucus and wanted to shoot that idea out to you guys and your, your listeners. Uh, you know, what, what do people think about if maybe the state was to legalize it and it's distributed through our uh, liquor stores? Well, I, I mean, I, I support legalization. I always have. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Jenny is in the chat room. She doesn't uh, she doesn't like the idea. Um, no, I mean, that's, that's just an idea, you know, because there's lots of other things we could consider. Yeah. That's why I wanted to put it out there to see because I have not heard any public opinion regarding that. That's only been like my idea. And now I'm finding out. It's also the idea of another colleague, but I have not heard from members of the public yet about that. So I wanted to shoot the idea out there, but that's also good to know because uh, Jenny is very, um, I, I appreciate her um, wisdom and knowledge on state politics. So she, yeah, she, uh, she's, she says in the chat, keep your alcohol away from my medication. Um, I do agree with that, too, because it is, you know, because there are, you know, I agree. It is medication. That's why yeah. I use it. I, Most people know I suffer from PTSD and other mental illnesses, and yeah. it's a very, very beneficial medication when used properly. What, and, do, you, uh, what do you think? So, uh, no, what, what, do yeah. you, what do you think, Mike? I, th I don't think it'll ever go to the, um, the liquor stores, but I can tell you this much. This Massachusetts, I saw a slip. About two weeks ago, a guy showed me a slip. He had gone down to one of the dispensaries, mm -hmm. and I couldn't believe the amount of tax. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huge. Three different yeah. taxes. Oh, no kidding. The state gets theirs. The city gets yep. uh, the town and the district. Or so. it, it's brutal. Yes. Oh, wow. How much it taxes is they're paying. Yeah. And the, the state one figured out to a huge number. It was in the 20s. So wow. they're, they're getting 20-something percent Jesus. on everything yeah. that so... It's um, and I've seen that. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna yeah. if they ever do legalize it, which you know, like everything else, helmets and live free or die and all that other stuff. Yeah, will probably be the last. Um, right. But um, I think it'll go to independent. There'll be plenty of people that want to jump up and start their own little dispensaries. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the state will just take their due. Yeah, I would suggest too, Stacey, uh, instead of uh, using the word marijuana, you know, during any kind of activism, I would say cannabis. Um, Cannab yes, that's, all right. No, that's no problem. Um, but uh, Usually when I speak of, uh, most of the time when I speak of medical, I use the terms like therapeutic cannabis. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's a great um, uh, piece of advice. I appreciate that. I, I had a friend who, who died about three years ago. He had um, mm -hmm. cancer, and mm -hmm. he tried. They tried every drug and drip and everything they could use on him, mm. and he told me nothing, nothing worked like yes. smoking a smoking a, a some cannabis. Yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah. Exactly. To relieve him for the last two months of his life, he says that's all I did, and it it, it walked me out the door peacefully. No kidding. Yeah. And uh, you know he was a good old boy, and uh, so I have no reason to doubt him. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard that. I've I've actually heard because I think too with uh, cancer patients, and I'm I'm not an expert in in this zone, but 
um, part of the thing is like you know some of the treatment kills their appetite like chemotherapy and whatnot but cannabis yes. will actually stimulate the appetite so stimulate that's, appetite yes so that, so it can be helpful that way too in, in addition to the pain management nausea yeah like that certain things that go away yeah exactly yeah so so nothing's been filed as far as any legislative service requests for that and we are, we we're, we're set to do uh, legislative service requests in September but uh I just wanted to get like an idea, and I know your your listeners, Matt, and your guests here. I saw him and very knowledgeable people, and I, I trust the 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 listeners of your show. So I just wanted to initially get that out there to get some ideas because it's one thing to have an idea as a representative, but my 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 true deal is to do exactly what the people would would want, and if the people don't want it at the dispensaries and i agree with jenny's philosophy keep the liquor away from the medicine and so you know uh cannabis it, it's going to probably be legalized at some point but it's just a matter yeah. of trying to do it the right way i think yeah if you're looking for the if you're looking for a lead man for the fight i'd go to ripley report ridley report.com <laughs> ridley report yes he's a he good seems guy. To, he seems and to take on a subject guy. and go hard at it True, true. <laughs> and another great advocate for cannabis in the state is uh, our good friend Matt Simon. I know you yes. guys up there know of him. And He's been on the show. I, what a, what a, yes, what a great wealth of information and knowledge and common sense ideas. Uh, and so, uh, you know, this, this this conversation will probably continue for much more uh, time to come. But it's it's you know it's good that we're starting to think of ideas if we're gonna you know if we do do it mm-hmm. you know where 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 would be best to place the dispensaries and and you know uh, I mean the liquor store may not be the best of ideas but uh, I appreciate you taking my call today. Well, of course, absolutely, Stacy. Well, great call. Thank you so much for uh, yes. calling. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. All, All right, right, take care. All right, Stacy. Take care. Bye bye. All right, Stacy Lawton of Nashua. Yeah, just to kind of clarify what Jenny was saying, her objections, uh, she said in the chat, uh, the way the Liquor Commission runs now, uh, fat chance in hell they should run anything that affects patients. Uh, I was part of an investigation into the Liquor Commission. No way they should add anything to their plate except more work against drunk driving. Um, And by the way, she mentions, too, Matt Simon is no longer with the, uh, uh, what was it, the uh, Marijuana Policy Project? Uh, he now works for one of the companies. Um, but, yeah, Matt Simon, a uh, long time ago he was a, a guest on the show. I, I met him uh, through Jenny. So, very good. Yeah. yeah I think we'll we'll get there eventually with yeah, uh, legalization. Yeah, has a nice uh, Connerton Doyle dispensary. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Those dispensaries do make a lot of money, oh, I believe. Good, they make a moolah. Yeah, yeah. Moolah. But I think, uh, you know, I mean, we're in a state that's surrounded by, I mean, if you think about it, all, all the bordering states and Canada are all fully legal. Yeah. Here we are in the live free or die state, and the best we can <laughs> do is decrim. Is drive to Salisbury. Yeah. <laughs> to do what we need to do. I mean, we will. I'm confident that we'll get yeah. there, but but it has been a frustration of mine with Governor Sununu, who I did vote for in, in 2020, but, um, but one of the things where I definitely disagree with him is he has gone on record saying he'll never— He'll never yeah. sign uh, legalization. What about, yeah, and, you know, tax-free, so do they want to, if they do it, do they want to tax it? Yeah. But they should because all the other states are getting their fair share, you know? Tom Blanchard in the chat says if it's for medical, then they should sell it at CVS. 
<laughs> that would be interesting. Um, well, we're, uh, wow. Yeah. We're almost out of time. So Mike, thank you so much. This yeah, has no been, problem, this man. has been wonderful and you're always welcome to yeah, join yeah, me. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm you, around, yeah. you know, so yeah, plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to be controversial or, you know, just wanted to just talk about things like, communi yeah. and communicate like we talked about. Absolutely. That's and cool. It's just not enough of it going around, man. It's just not enough. But if you ever want to come in and be controversial, that's cool yeah, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's the right show for know. it. You got a pretty mean chat room there. <laughs> not sure i want to go up against that oh that's true tony d uh who uh he doesn't call the show anymore from uh philly he used to say that our uh chat room they uh oh how did he say it they chew glass and spit yeah bees. yeah yeah i could imagine yeah yeah imagine, so. um but yeah but thanks it was a ball yeah absolutely and of yeah. course you're going to be on uh yeah tomorrow to me i wanted to know if i want to come in and see with the moose yeah, you'll be on and, the uh, the morning yeah. show with Peter White, and uh, it'll be you and the Moose yeah. and uh, anybody else, or the, no, I, just the well, three of you. No, and I think uh, Clayton comes in all the time now, doesn't he? Or I don't know, I don't know. Oh I yeah, say that. Oh yeah, that's right, Kyle. Yeah, yeah he's Kyle. he's there every day too. Yeah, so it'll probably be the four of you. Yeah. By the way, uh, oh Mike Pelopita from uh, Queen City Cabinetry says great show today. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Jenny says awesome show. Mike, help me get Trumpers to take the vaccine. Yeah, the, the no, Trump I, vaccine. I yeah. agree. I told her about Kentucky. Remember, I mentioned Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. You ain't changing them. No, I know. They're, they're dug in. It's frustrating. They're dug in. But in again, communication-wise, there's there's quite a bit of people that have nothing to do with Trump that aren't taking it. Do you agree with me? Medical, though? you know, there's medical people aren't taking it. There's there's some there's other there's a, yeah. It's not all Trump. I mean, but but before we run out of time, I just you see if you agree with me on this. Don't you think Trump should do more to get out there PR-wise and, and try to convince people? Yeah. Because there's a difference between, because he mentions it. He'll mention yeah. it in interviews or during a speech. Yeah. But there's a difference between mentioning it and selling it. Yeah. And Trump knows how to sell an idea. In his defense, he went and got the shot, right? He got the right, shots. Right, right. So but, if he's he, getting them, then... But he could do more. He could, yeah. no doubt. Okay. No doubt. I with, thought, I thought with, you might agree. With his somewhat platform now... <laughs> yeah that he doesn't have because he's been banned right right you know what i mean um, but you know he, 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 he can, could yeah he could i mean hannity's you know he could probably help with the ones that are dug in that i was just talking about exactly exactly tilt that scale a little bit yeah exactly yeah, no, doubt, no doubt all right well thank you again mike this yeah, has been welcome. wonderful yep and uh, thank you, everybody. If you missed any part of today's show, it'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org. And uh, don't forget, we got a big show tomorrow. Uh, I'll be here with Amanda McCarthy and Tom and EZG. That could be awkward, but should be fun. And then in the second hour, Mike Sutterth will be with us for Tweakonomics. And make sure you're back here bright and early, 7 a.m. for the morning show with Peter White. Mike Doyle will be here along with the Moose and, I presume, uh, Kyle Clayton as well. So, and oh, and again, I just want to make sure I get the name right. Adorned, uh, the new uh, sponsor here. Adorned Wi Fi, the newest uh, sponsor to come on board here at WMNH 95.3. So that's very exciting as well. And they're sponsoring the morning show and the station, of course. So, congratulations again to Peter White on that. And uh, that's it for us. I'll talk to y'all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.